Welcome to It Is What It Is, or Is It? I'm your host, Kay Francis, a licensed marriage and family therapist from Knoxville. I'm the author and creator of The It's It's, a children's book series, and my podcast topics will draw from my 40 years of experience in the fields of psychology and business. That includes executive coaching, training, and online program development. Our podcast today is How to Remain Cool, Calm, and Collected When Faced with Adversity. Today we're going to talk about adversity. The word alone turns us off. Even the definitions of adversity sound pretty unpleasant. But it comes your way whether you want it or not. If you were given the chance to take a pass, you would certainly grab it. I certainly would. Don't be quick to take that pass because even though you initially may not be able to see it, adversity has a positive side. It always has a purpose and it's not just thrown at you for no reason. The simple definition of adversity is misfortune, a troubling situation, calamity, or hardship. So let's discuss some examples of adversity, but before we do that, I want to mention that your first reaction when adversity comes to your door will most likely be negative, and that's to be expected. However, you either face it head-on and deal with it, or ignore it and lose out on the opportunity to grow more as a person and learn more about yourself and others. But only you can make the choice to work through the adversity. And listeners, that's exactly why I wanted to do this, because we all habit at some point in time. Here are six typical types of adversity. The first being self-doubt. Self-doubt is an internal negative feeling that can trigger other negative feelings, such as uncertainty, insecurity, lack of control, and maybe even self-hatred. But the positive side of this type of adversity is it can bring you greater awareness that can help you build self-confidence and promote a more positive self-perception. Another type of adversity is physical injuries or serious illness. Now these are issues that you didn't create but require your attention. Adversity of this type can help you experience your ability to push through and develop stronger coping skills. It also makes you verify how little control you have over what happens to you. And that's a hard one for all of us. We all think we can control everything in our lives until something happens and adversity strikes and we find out not true. Acceptance of these types of adversity, although difficult to learn while struggling, will help build greater emotional strength, resilience, and acceptance to your situation. You don't move onward without acceptance. The next one, rejection. No one likes to be rejected, but the positive side of this type of adversity is awareness of possible aspects of your personality that need improvement in order to handle rejection calmly, coolly, and collectively. You might learn you are oversensitive which can lead to misinterpretation of rejection, overreacting, and thinking the worst. You may need to grow a thicker skin to handle adversity, to help build tolerance and greater confidence. You don't want to pass up on that particular positive piece. You want to see it and grab it and exercise it. Then comes poverty. No one wants to have to deal with that. It can create 
illness due to poor nourishment, and basic needs such as housing, safe housing, appropriate clothing, shoes, and other basic necessities. It can create extreme hopelessness, feelings of shame and embarrassment, and many other difficult and painful issues. But the positive side, yes, there is, of this type of adversity is the chance to become more resourceful and creative, building your endurance, your inner strength, and your determination to better your conditions. It is a humbling experience, but one you can and hopefully will change. The next one, loss of a loved one. This adversity can cause depression, confusion, fear, uncertainty, and devastation. Positive side of this type of adversity is learning to lean on others, be able to accept help, and to express your feelings rather than feeling you must hide them or appear in control. The grieving process eventually gets easier and you discover you are resilient and capable of moving forward and coming to accepting. Although that acceptance leads to something different, you still have a life to live. Struggling to succeed in your selected career happens all the time. This adversity can cause anxiety, frustration, anger, disappointment, and even hopelessness. The positive side is a lesson in staying the course, having faith in your abilities, and the insight to reevaluate rather than give up. With all of these, with all of these types of adversity that I've addressed, the real key is being aware and allowing yourself to be open enough to look for the positive side. Too many people just stay stuck in the adversity, taking them nowhere. No one is exempt from facing some adversity, from the rich to the poorest, regardless of ethnicity, race, age, or status, you will need to handle adversity at some point in time. I want to bring a study to your attention. The study was done by UK healthcare provider Benedin, stating that the average person spends about two hours per day worrying. This adds up to six point five or six and a half years of worrying over the average lifetime. This means that we tend to overthink things, not solve them, and don't spend enough time taking action to improve our lives. How does this study fit into facing adversity, our subject today? Well, think about it. Worry is a type of adversity in itself, truly created by yourself. Let's suppose you tend to worry about things like, let, let's think of an example here. Your daughter or son are vacationing out of the country. Even before they leave, you begin worrying about the plane going down, getting some awful disease, or even being kidnapped, and on and on. And your stress level, blood pressure, begins to rise, and maybe you can't even sleep. You don't even want to leave your house because you want to focus on this. You feel sick with worry, and that's all you can think about. Worry never stops anything from happening if it's going to happen. If you are a worrier, can you imagine the emotional and mental state that you will be in when real adversity presents itself in your life? This is a sure recipe for increasing stress levels and making it more difficult to think clearly and also from handling adversity effectively. Not to mention the constructive or fun things you could have been enjoying rather than wasting those six and a half years. 
Worry has never helped anyone work through anything. Concern is one thing, but worrying is a useless waste of your energy. I have occasionally used specific Bible verses that speak to my specific topics, just as I have looked at the scientific research or the literature on the topic. The Bible can offer amazing insights when seeking answers to specific problems. For millions, it also provides feelings of hope, insights, strength, wisdom, and a positive way to cope with any type of adversity. I picked the story of Job from the Bible for today's example. The story of Job isn't as much about history as it is about relationships. And in this case, it's about Job's relationship with God and God's relationship with Job. But let me give you a condensed version in my words. Job was a highly respected and wealthy Gentile man who was a faithful and obedient servant of God. He was kind, he was caring, and he was a generous person. Satan challenged God by telling him, Hey, it's easy for Job to remain faithful to you because you have protected him and blessed him with wealth and family and good health. But strip him of all this, he will curse you and run from you. God permitted Satan to test Job's faith. So... Satan stripped Job of his wealth, family, and health. Job suffered the worst type of adversity, and he was angry. He even questioned God, something he usually never did, and he couldn't understand why God would allow this to happen to him, and he was in a state of confusion and devastation. Because Job stayed faithful despite the adversity, his peers accused him of being guilty of great sin, thus telling Job he deserved even worse punishment. Job's wife was angry and told him to turn to evil, but Job stayed faithful. In the end, those who falsely accused Job of sin were reprimanded by God and instructed to apologize and show repentance by bringing money and gifts to Job. God restored Job by doubling everything that was taken from him. The positive side of adversity in this story, the story of Job, was how his faith helped him overcome his weaknesses and experience humbleness. It also was lessons to be learned by those men who falsely blamed Job for his faithfulness and trust in God. It is said that God doesn't give us any more than we can handle. Well, there's a lot of us that would question that when we have it happen to us. But whether you believe it or not, don't lose sight that adversity does have a purpose. We can learn, grow as humans, and discover all that we are capable of because we come out stronger when we come out of it. To face adversity with a positive personality and attitude will help overcome the turmoil adversity causes and at the same time is teaching you more about yourself and others. This is not to say you won't have times of frustration, emotional pain, heartache, and so forth with or without adversity. You're human. But it does mean that you can face adversity in a way that gives you the strength to survive and gain greater insight into the ability to remain calm, cool, and collected when you most need it. But now comes the real challenge. One of the major deterrents, whether you're going to effectively handle adversity, is mostly dictated by your overall attitude and personality traits. So, time to fact check yourself. Read the following questions 
and answer them to reevaluate your problem-solving ability. Your answers will assist you in recognizing if you need improvement or personality makeover. And here are the questions. I'm going to give you just a very few seconds in between the questions. Not long enough for you to maybe write anything down, but enough to that you can just consider what you heard so that when you answer it, you'll feel more confident in your answer. One, did you know that all adversity has a positive side and can offer you greater insight and awareness of your behavior and the opportunity to improve or make positive change? Number two, your feelings about yourself and others. Ask yourself, how in touch am I as to how I perceive myself and others? Is it more negative than positive, especially when things aren't going my way? Number three, your ability to control your temper. Ask yourself, do I anger fast? Do I lash out? Do I lash out at others and lose my ability to be objective, reasonable, and rational during adversity? Number four, your ability to remain calm. Ask yourself, do I have good techniques that help me remain calm and help decrease my frustrations, allowing constructive outcomes? Number five, your ability to let go of past childhood pain and disappointments. Ask yourself, have I forgiven any mistreatment, hurt, or anger experienced during my childhood? in order to move forward and handle adversity without blaming others, without remaining a victim, or preventing me from emotionally maturing and using adversity as a positive learning tool. Number six, your ability to believe in yourself. Ask yourself, do I acknowledge that I am a likable, capable, confident, and compassionate person who is secure enough to handle adversity positively? Number seven, your ability to recognize the positive side of adversity. Am I even willing to look at the positive side and grasp the lessons it offers me? Last but not least, number eight, your ability to recognize and accept the valuable lessons that adversity can teach concerning your strengths, your weaknesses, your integrity, and your care for yourself and others. Or do you? I ignore them and lose that opportunity to develop them. So ask each of yourself and realize that the eight that I've just said are all traits you want to have. They're good traits. They're solid traits. They're traits that'll take you through life in a much easier way. These personality traits allow you to handle adversity without letting frustration and anger become your approach to life. The more you develop these positive traits, the less you will feel defeated or want to throw in the towel. You must consider how effectively you handle your problems because none of us escape it. We all are going to have to look through it and work through it at some time. It presents itself often when we least expect it and can come in multiples. Now there's a comforting thought. However, it is important to remember that adversity can be a source of your personal growth and development, as I've tried to show you throughout this discussion. So don't run from adversity. Face it and come out the other side successfully. You must be, remain calm and in control to be effective and to deal with life 
and to reap the rewards and benefits of what adversity can do for you. Our next topic will be living in a divided society. Let me say this up front before you ever hear the podcast itself. This is not going to be meant for political reasons. It is not going to be any kind of opportunity to open up a big debate, who's right, who's wrong. It's an opportunity to talk about really what life is right now and what it appears to be normal, the new normal. Maybe it's always been there, but it certainly has been quieter. So I really do want to bring that subject up because I think it's important to all of us. Thank you very much for listening today. I look forward to our next topic. If you would like to submit a question or suggestion of a topic, you can email me at capital K, capital F, R is in red, A is in apple, and N is in Nancy, M is in Mary, A is in apple, the number one at gmail.com. And I'll do my best to answer as many questions as possible, and I'll also try to consider your topic. Have a safe and blessed week, and remember to be proud of who you are. Thank you.